They get offended or they get upset or they get angry. They're receiving good and godly advice, but they just don't want to hear it because the truth of the matter is they don't want to repent. Hello, and welcome to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Fellowship Baptist Church is located in Clark Lake, Michigan, and is led by Pastor Daniel White. Pastor White has been serving as the senior pastor since its founding in 1998. We hope the message today will be a help and encouragement as you seek to become more like Jesus Christ in your everyday life. This and many other messages by Pastor White can be downloaded for free. Just visit our website at www. FBCClarkLake.org or visit us on iTunes where our weekly podcasts can be downloaded for free. Now let us take our Bibles and join Pastor White as he continues to teach us God's truths today. Take your Bible with me this morning and turn to Proverbs. We're going to start out in Proverbs chapter 1 and we're going to look at a number of Proverbs today. Proverbs are short sayings that are just jam-packed full of knowledge and wisdom for us. I had our young men move forward today because a lot of this message I'm going to direct to you. Although it applies to all of us in general, I want to specifically challenge our young men here in the church today. You've heard me say this numbers of times My greatest desire for you individually as your pastor is for you to be successful in life. That is my passion. It's what I think about every time that I sit down to prepare a message to deliver to you is, will this help my people be successful in what God has called them to do? Will it prepare them for success? Today I want to talk about a key element that is absolutely necessary if we're going to be successful in life. And that's that we have a teachable spirit. Have you ever noticed that there's some people that think they know it all? Many of them fall within the teenage years. Have you ever noticed that? Mm-hmm. But if you're going to have major success in your life, you need to always, no matter what age you find yourself at, you need to always have a teachable spirit. Listen to what Solomon said, and and I'll take you here, and then we'll jump back in chapter 1 here in just a moment. But in Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 10, he said this. Listen, he said, A reproof entereth more into a wise man than a hundred stripes into a fool. Let me read it again. A reproof entereth more into a wise man than a hundred stripes into a fool. Parents, how many times have you spanked your children and wondered if it was doing any good? If they are wise, it does tremendous amount of good. But if not, you can beat them with a hundred stripes and they'll still be a fool. So young men, I want you to listen to me here today. Either you are going to be wise in life, which will lead to success and prosperity, or you're going to play the part of a fool. You're going to choose one or the other. This is a book that's just full of knowledge and wisdom for us. And it's very interesting that, are you still with me? 
The book of Proverbs was written by Solomon to his son. What it really is is a love letter from a father to his son, imparting to his son the knowledge and the wisdom that his son needed in life to be successful. Your parents love you. They care about you. Your parents want you to succeed in life. They don't want you to fail. They love you in the same way that I love you. I want you to succeed. I do not want you to fail in your life. And yet I'll be honest with you, I look back over my 30 plus years of ministry, I've seen a lot of failure. But the reason for that failure in every single case, bar none, is that these young people did not have a teachable spirit. It's so important. 24 times throughout the book of Proverbs, Solomon says, my son, my son, my son. Many of the Proverbs, the chapters of the Proverbs begin with that, my son. He says, my son, receive, my son, hear, my son, listen, my son, be wise, my son, understand, my son, forget not, my son, attend to wise counsel, my son, attend to my words, my son, keep my words, my son, lay up my commandments within thee. What is he saying? Son, listen, son, have a teachable spirit and apply everything that I'm trying to teach you. Teachable spirit is so important. Now we're in Proverbs chapter 1. I'm going to read a lot of the Proverbs today. I'll try to refrain from making a whole lot of comment, although it would be very difficult for me to do as a preacher. But here, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 1, and we're going to read through verse 9. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, we'll talk about David and what David taught Solomon, king of Israel. To know wisdom and understand and perceive the words of understanding. To receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. To give subtility. You say, what is that? That is an ability to understand very small details which are not obvious to everyone else but are not overlooked by the wise. To give subtility to the simple or the naive or the unlearned. To young men. You see that phrase, young men? To young men, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase in learning. He'll have a teachable spirit. And a man of understanding shall attend to wise counsel, a teachable spirit. To understand a proverb and the interpretation of the words of the wise and their dark sayings or things that are even difficult for some to understand. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools, fools despise wisdom and instruction. Fools do not have a teachable spirit. They think they know it all. Look at me, young men. You don't know it all. You hardly know anything at all. That's the beginning of you developing wisdom in your life. My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. Boy, do we have some moms that can lay down the law. Amen. For they shall be, watch this young men, they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. What in the world is that? They shall be an ornament, 
or a crown, a wreath of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. Listen to what the Bible says about this wreath, about this crown, about this ornament of grace. The Bible said, Wisdom shall give to thy head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory. She shall deliver thee. You want to, listen, we all should desire to be crowned with glory. Are you with me? Well, the only way that you're going to be crowned with glory is if you keep your heart open, especially to your mother and to your father. Listen to their counsel. Listen to the law of God that they're trying to impart into your life. Don't play the part of a fool. Wisdom shall give thee, shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, and a crown of glory shall deliver thee, an ornament of fine gold. Listen, so is a wise reprover upon an obedient ear. So God says he's going to, listen, he's going to crown you, boys. He's going to crown you with grace in your life. Grace is God doing exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ask or even think in our life. God said, I want to crown each one of you young men with a crown of grace. But you have to have a listening ear and an obedient heart. A listening ear and an obedient heart. He said, not only will I crown you with this ornament of grace, he said, I'll put chains around your neck. He said, chains around our neck? What is that, like a dog? No, that's not what we're talking about here. When Pharaoh promoted Joseph and made him second in command of all of Egypt, listen to what it says. And Pharaoh took the ring from off his hand and put it on Joseph's hand, and he arrayed him in a vesture of fine linen and put a golden chain around his neck. What does that chain represent? It represents honor, crowned with grace, and a, and a chain of honor. God will place upon you. Listen to me. The best thing that you can, right now, the best thing that you can wear in life right now is a teachable spirit. Is a teachable spirit. Solomon said, for wisdom is better than rubies. And all things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. Think of, listen, think of all the things in life that we desire to have. Do you young men have desires? Do you have things you'd like to have? All the desires and all the things, everything your eye can see that you would desire to have in life cannot be compared with the wisdom that you'll receive if you'll maintain a teachable spirit and not turn your heart away from your mother and your father and your preacher. Do you understand that, young men? Do you understand that, young ladies? Do you understand that, young couples? Do you understand that, mom and dad and grandpas and grandmas? Hey, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. I want you to be crowned with glory and chained with honor in your life. 
Solomon said this as you go through the book of Proverbs. He said, son, wisdom will give you knowledge, understanding, strength, humility, success, prosperity, honor, and influence. It'll preserve you and keep you. It'll keep you from the strange woman. Do you know three chapters in Proverbs are given to address the strange, immoral woman? How many of our young men some of these young men right here are caught up into pornography. Shame on you parents that allow your children to go on the internet without any filters, without any accountability. Shame on you for giving them cell phones where they can connect to these 65% of websites are pornographic. You have a teachable spirit. It'll keep you from the strange woman. It says it'll keep you from wrong friends. Solomon said it'll build and it'll establish your home and it'll bring God's blessing into your life. All these things, I'm telling you, will come to you if you have a listening ear and an obedient heart. Some of you young men looking at me right now, some of you young ladies here, you do have that kind of spirit. You have a very teachable spirit. You're humble before the Lord. There's not a spirit of rebellion within you. And I want to tell you, if you'll maintain that and you'll keep going in that direction, all these promises that God, through Solomon, shared with his son will be yours as well. Will be yours as well. You can't purchase these things. I wonder how many of you young people here all of our young people up to the age of 19 stand up right now. Every one of you. Up to the age of 19, stand up. Okay. Would you young men and young women like to have happy parents? Aren't happy parents like awesome? Hmm? Thank you. Sit down. You know what? You can make your parents very happy and blessed people. Listen to what Solomon said to his son. He said, son, I'd really like you to make me happy. A wise son maketh a glad father. How do you get to be wise? You listen and you obey. A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is a heaviness to his mother. I wonder how many of you have had teenagers who've grown up and then left your heart, and they absolutely have broken your heart. John said, there's no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth, and there's no, there's no greater heartache than to see your children going the wrong direction in life and playing the fool. Young people, make your parents happy. They're a whole lot easier to get along with when, you're, when they're happy. The Bible says, a, a wise son heareth. A wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner hateth rebuke. <clears throat> a wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son despiseth his mother. Whosoever keepeth the law of God is a wise son, but he that is a companion of riotous, rebellious men shameth his father. Better be careful who your friends are. You know what the Bible says? 
you make your father's friends your friends. If they're not your father's friend, they have no business being your friends. They're not going to build you up in your faith. They're going to tear you down in every aspect of life. Now, every one of us make mistakes in life. Is there anyone here who hasn't made a mistake? How many of you say, I made a ton of mistakes in my life? I'm with you there. So we all make mistakes, but it's how we learn from our mistakes, how we deal with our mistakes that really defines what kind of person that we're going to be in the future, whether we're going to be a failure or whether we're going to be a success. You know, I'll, I'll tell you this. Failure is a good thing if you learn from it. But we all make mistakes. So how do we learn from the mistakes that we make? There's three ways that we learn from mistakes that we make. There's the easy way, the hard way, and then the tragic way. You know what the easy way is? Anybody know what the easy way is? You learn from others' mistakes. That's the easy way. You look at all the mistakes that others had made. You don't go through life with blinders on. You look at other people's lives, especially unbelievers, and you look at the absolute mess that they're in. They're in a mess financially. They're in the mess as far as relationships go. They're, they're, in, a, they're in a health crisis because of their lifestyle. And you stop and you look with discernment, with a teachable spirit. What can I learn from the mistakes that this person made? You don't, you don't look and say, boy, they made those mistakes, but you know, that won't happen to me. I'm exempt from the consequences of those actions. Can I tell you one thing? That, that is as stupid as you get. All right? So don't ever think, young man, you know what? That happened to them, but it's not going to happen to me. A wise person learns from the mistakes that other, others make, and they don't make those same mistakes themselves. Number two, you can learn the hard way. You can learn the easy way, or you can learn the hard way. The Bible says the way of the... The way of the transgressor is hard. Doesn't have a teachable spirit. Doesn't have an obedient attitude. It's hard. You say, what's the, what's the hard way? Well, the hard way is making those mistakes yourself. Having to suffer the consequences of it. It's the hard way. Then there's the tragic way. The tragic way is when you refuse to learn at all. You make the mistakes. You've seen other people make those mistakes. You make the same mistakes. And you're so stupid that you keep making those same mistakes in life. Over and over and over again. The Bible says, as a dog, this is what Solomon said to his son, as a dog returns to the vomit, so the fool returns over and over and over again, just like a dog. To the vomit, he returns to his folly. You ever know people who just have the same problem, the same issues, over and over and over again, and they just don't learn from them? You say, what is wrong with a person? How could a person be so stupid? Just do the same thing over and over again, having the same results. 
know what's really sad is when it ends up in spiritual tra tragedy and a person ends up in hell. They didn't learn the easy way. They didn't learn the hard way. And so they learned the tragic way. And today they're in hell. I could help but think of, remember the rich young ruler that came to the Lord Jesus? He appeared to have a teachable spirit. Remember the question he asked of the Lord Jesus, what shall I do? No? Well, yeah, but what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Now, does that appear to be someone with a very teachable spirit? So Jesus, trying to bring him under conviction of sin, says, well, have you kept the commandments? He said, man, I've kept all the commandments from my youth up. Haven't broken one of them. Really? <laughs> and Jesus said, well, you know, this is what you lack. Sell all that you have and give to the poor because Jesus knew what his God was. And what was his God? Money. Sell all that you have, give to the poor, then shall you have treasures in heaven. Now, is he teachable now? He closed his heart off, didn't he? And the Bible said he went away sorrowful. And that's when Jesus, listen, that man's in hell today because he would not listen and obey. He's in hell today. That's when Jesus said it is easier for a camel to pass through an eye of a needle than for a rich man to inherit the kingdom of God. So you have a choice of how you're going to learn. You're going to learn the easy way. You're going to learn the hard way. You're going to learn the tragic way. Our mission, how many of you are born-again Christians? Can I see your hand? What is our mission? Make disciples. Right? That's my mission individually, but it's our mission collectively as a church. Can I tell you something? Fulfilling the Great Commission is impossible unless you have people who have a teachable spirit. It is. It's impossible to teach someone that doesn't have a teachable spirit. We all need people. We all need people, and we all need a church. And we all need a pastor who will look us square in the eye. I look you square in the eye, I expect you to look me square in the eye. Do I expect that from you, church? To look you square in the eye and to love you enough that they're going to tell you the truth. If you don't have a friend like that, they're not your friend. If you, have a church, if you don't have a church like that, you ought to find a church like that. If you don't have a pastor like that, you ought to find a pastor like that. If you don't have parents like that, you're stuck with them. The Bible says, faithful are the wounds of a friend. But the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Iron sharpeneth iron. This is Solomon saying this to his son. Iron sharpeneth iron. So a man sharpens the countenance of his friends. Doesn't pull him down, he picks him up. Again, let me repeat this. Many people, because they do not have a teachable spirit, face the same problems over and over and over again, the same issues over and over and over again. And when you try to talk to them about it, you try to help them, they get offended. You know what I mean? 
They get offended or they get upset or they get angry. They're receiving good and godly advice, but they just don't want to hear it because the truth of the matter is they don't want to repent. They don't want to change. I repeat, a wise man will hear and will increase in learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. How many of you, and just go past our young men here, how many of you want to grow in your life? You want to improve in your life? How many want to do it? You want to grow, you want to improve, you want to keep moving forward? I don't think there's anyone here who said, you know what, really? I, I'd really, my greatest thrill in life would be to fail. I just have this desire to be unsuccessful. No, there's no one like that. But if you want to grow, if you want to improve, if you want to move forward in your life, it requires that you have a teachable spirit. It requires that. The best thing that you can do is to keep your heart and your ears open and to live your life in a teachable way. Don't listen. Don't be a fool. Levi, come up here. This is my son. I love him. Sit down here. How many times? <clears throat> how many hours? How many days? Have we sat like this? Outside, inside, in the chair, in the car, and had these kind of talks? A lot. A lot. A wise son attends to wise counsel. Got that, son? Noah, get up here. How many times? We've been coming to this church almost your whole life. How many messages have you heard this preacher preach? A lot? Hours? Days? Years? A wise son. Attends to wise counsel. Got that, son? I love you, young men. Don't be a fool. I select these sayings from Proverbs. Remember Solomon speaking to his son. A foolish, excuse me, a fool despiseth his father's instruction, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. When the scorner is punished, even the simple are made wise, and when the wise is instructed, he receiveth knowledge. A fool hath no delight in understanding. Speak not in the ears of a fool, for he will despise thy words of wisdom. Poverty, shame, shall be to him that refuseth instructions, but he that regardeth reproof will be honored the chains about the neck. Whoso loveth instruction loveth knowledge, 
But he that hateth reproof is brutish. Just mean-spirited. Listen to this. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he'll love thee. Take your Bible, turn to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4, we're going to pick up with verse 3 to verse 13. I know this is a little bit different message today, but this is what God told me to preach on. So I just had teachable spirit, open ears, and trying to be obedient to what the Lord put on my heart. What did David, David, a man after God's own heart, the father of Solomon, king of Israel, what did David teach his son Solomon? By the way, the Bible says that Solomon was the wisest man who ever lived. So obviously Solomon had a teachable spirit. Look at verse 3 of chapter 4 of the book of Proverbs and follow along as I read through verse 13. He said, I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He had a good upbringing. He, my father, taught me also. He taught me and sent unto me. Let, let thine heart retain my words and keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of thy mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall what? Preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, and a crown of glory shall she deliver thee. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be what? Many. Without the fullness of life. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in the right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened, and when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is, what church? She's thy life. Listen, when you come into the house of the Lord, you should be all ears. Your heart should be open to whatever God has to say, for, say to you. It is life unto you. Solomon had a great dad. Yeah, he had some failures. He made some mistakes. But one thing he did was to teach the word of God to his son. It stayed with him. Of course, we know David wrote the book of Psalms. Psalms was the hymnal for the nation of Israel. Psalms chapter 1. Blessed is the man that Blessed is the man that walketh not that walketh not come up here that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth 
in the way of sinners, <laughs> nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in this book. In thy law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted, steadfast, sound. He shall be like a tree planted, not tossed to and fro, but planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. Listen, whatsoever he doeth will what? You want to prosper? Better have a teachable spirit and an obedient heart. Let's go back to chapter 1. David taught these things to Solomon. Solomon teaches these things to his son, and now we're learning from them today. Chapter 1, verse 10. Now, does this apply to young ladies too? All right, come on now. You know I'm picking on the young men today, but they need to be picked on. Proverbs chapter 1, they can handle it, right guys? Yeah, we grow men around here, they can handle it. Now, wimps can't handle it, they'll fussing and crying and everything else. All right, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 10. My son, when sinners entice thee, what? Say no. When sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Stand up and be a man. Hello, stand up and be a man. No, I'm not going there. I'm not doing that. I've given my heart to Jesus. Listen, don't play the cop out and say, well, you know what? My church doesn't approve of that. Or, you know what? My parents don't want me to do that. Stand up and have some convictions and say, no, this is wrong. This is not right. I'm not going to do it. I belong to, I belong to God. Give my heart to Jesus. Verse 11, if they say, come with us, what are we going to say? What are we going to say, church? I can't hear you. What? No. Not, well, let me think about it or I'll get back to you. No. I'm not going with you. I'm not cruising the app. I'm not going to that party. I'm not going to the mall. I'm not going to the, to the theater with you. I'm not drinking that alcohol. I'm not smoking that pot. I'm not going where those girls are at. No. When sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Well, Pastor, boy, it looks like a lot of fun. You ever heard the phrase, things aren't always what they appear to be? Verse 15, my son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their paths. Verse 20, wisdom crieth without. She uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief places and the concourse and the openings of the gates. In the city she uttereth her words saying, how long? 
How long, ye simple ones, naive and ignorant ones, will ye love simplicity, ignorance? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge, an unteachable spirit. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you, and I will make known my words unto you. Is that what you young men want? You should. But I have called you, and you what? I can't hear you. You what? You refused. I have stretched out my hand. No man regarded. But ye have said it not, all my counsel. He did not have a teachable spirit, and would none of my reproofs. hate to say it, but listen, you made your bed, sometimes you have to lie in it. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, it's not going to happen to me, really. Yes, it will. Then shall they call upon me, but I will not what? Now you're going to have to reap the consequences of your actions. Then shall they seek me early, but shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproofs. They did not have a teachable spirit. Therefore shall they eat the fruit of their own ways and be filled with their own devices. For in turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. Now watch verse 33. But whoso hearkeneth, hearkeneth teachable spirit, whosoever hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from the fear of evil. Paul said to Timothy, his son in the faith, the things which you have heard of me, the things which you have heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Listen, if you're going to be an effective teacher, you always have to maintain a teachable spirit. You always have to maintain a teachable spirit. Spirit-filled men of God throughout the Bible, throughout history, and even in our present time are, are men who have always had a teachable spirit. We'll never get to the place in our lives where we know it all, ever. Actually, you could say this, every day we live is a teachable moment, <laughs> right? Is a teachable moment. Because my time is gone. David, a man after God's own heart. Listen, Psalm 25, 4 and 5, teach me, teach me. 27, 11, teach me. 86, 11, teach me. Psalm 119, verse 12, teach me. Verse 26, teach me. Verse 33, teach me. Verse 64, teach me. Verse 66, teach me. Verse 68, teach me. Verse 108, teach me. Verse 124, teach me. Verse 135, teach me. Psalms 143, verse 10, Teach me to do thy will, O, for thou art my God. A man after God's own heart was always a man that said, Lord, I'm open, I'm here, I'm receptive. Here's my heart, here's my ear. I have an obedience. Lord, teach me. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Job said, Teach me, and I will hold my tongue. 
and cause me to understand wherein I have erred. Paul said, trembling and astonished, Lord, what would you have me to do? The disciples said, Lord, teach me. Everyone look here. How many of you would say, I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ? Can I see your hand? Say, I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. You know what the word disciple means? A learner. Try to finish quickly. One man said this, What distinguishes a teachable spirit from an unteachable spirit? It is not the willingness to learn that which we would desire to learn, but rather a willingness to learn that which we need to learn, even if it is unpleasant or seems unnecessary. The little eaglet does not care to be shoved out of the nest, but will never learn to fly unless he is. So a teachable spirit is not just learning the things you want to learn. It's learning. Remember when you went to school and you, you went, when am I ever going to use algebra? Do you remember that? Whoa, is this stupid? I don't get it. Why do I have to learn this? So what keeps us from having a teachable spirit? Number one is P. R I D. You guys know what that word is? Teen boys, you know what that word is? Good, very good, okay. That word is pride. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy in the evil way, and the froward mouth do I hate. You know, the word froward is a word we don't use, but this is what it means willfully contrary. How many of you know people like that? Willfully contrary, not easy to manage. A person who is difficult to deal with. Some of you go, man, that's all my employees right there. Some of you go, that's every one of my kids. That's what the Bible says. Do I hate? You know what? Listen to me here. The Lord hates it when we do not have a teachable spirit. For our pride says, I know more. I don't need to know anything else. Another thing is self-will. You have a prideful person, they're not going to have a teachable spirit. You have those who have a strong self-will. Any of you ever have any kids that have a, just a strong self-will? Are you married to someone that has a strong... No, no don't raise your hand. Don't, don't raise your hand. Listen to the law of God. And some of you ought to be glad we're not under the Mosaic law. If a man hath a stubborn and rebellious son, which will not obey the voice of his father, not having to teach him. You know where we're going with this? How many know where we're going with this? Or the voice of his mother. He won't listen to mom. He won't listen to dad. Even after they've chastised him, He will not hearken unto them. 
Then shall his father and mother lay hold on him and bring him out unto the elders of the city unto the gate of his place. And they shall say to the elders of the city, This is our stubborn and rebellious son. He will not obey our voice. And all the men of the city shall stone him with stones until he dies. Listen. So shalt thou put, put evil away from among you, and all Israel shall hear and fear. I tell you something, if we were under the Mosaic Law, there'd be a whole lot of young men and young ladies who would be dead today. I share that with you to say this. This is how important it is to God that you have a teachable spirit. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. That you hear and then you obey. Worldliness, carnality, it'll keep you from having a teachable spirit. The carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. If you're worldly, you're not going to listen to wise counsel. Prideful, self-willed, worldly, just having a rebellious spirit. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness as iniquity and idolatry. An evil man seeketh only rebellion. Therefore a cruel messenger shall be sent against him. I don't want to see a cruel messenger sent against any one of us here. I want us all have a listening ear and an obedient heart. I'll close with this, and this is just my observation over the years. Of course, you know, I'm a teacher, I'm a pastor, I'm a discipler, involved in a lot of people's lives. But people that have an unteachable spirit, I just jotted some things down. First of all, they think they've learned enough. I know enough. They just, they tune out your instruction. I see this happen seriously every Sunday. Not just by young men, young ladies. I see people, I mean, it's like, they just take the radio, they go, click. They just tune out instruction. Then they make excuses for all their behavior and their attitudes. They blame others for the consequences of their bad decisions. It's always someone else's fault. The bottom line is they didn't have a teachable spirit. They think they know it all. They don't listen closely. They're too busy. Here, here we go. Just rattling on and on and on and on and on. You know people like that. It's the one-way conversation. And so they're coming and they're just dumping on you and they're telling you all their problems and everything that's gone wrong, how it's everyone else's fault and how they've got caught up in this situation. And you try to speak truth into their life and you can get out maybe one sentence if you're lucky. And then they shut you down and they, they just keep right on going. And I mean, they have spoken a thousand words and you've spoken ten. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Say, say amen. Just yap, 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 yap. 
Some of you yappers need to shh and listen. How many ears did God give us? Hmm. How many mouths did He give us? Hmm. Why didn't He give us two mouths and one ear? Do you think maybe He wants us to listen twice as much as we talk? I don't know, I just came up with that. It's people they just don't see their need to learn. They don't like the teacher. I thought, you don't have to like your teacher to learn something from your teacher. Maybe they're just like Martha, just too busy. And Jesus said, Mary chose the best thing, just to sit and be taught. Or do you think maybe it could be they just don't want to change? I'll close with this verse. David said, So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Do you have a prideful, rebellious spirit today when it comes to receiving counsel, rebuke, and instruction? Or do you have a humble, teachable spirit that says, God, I'm all ears. What would you have me to do? If you young men will listen to what preacher just preached today, apply that in your life, I guarantee you on the authority of this book, you're going to be successful in life. Thank you for listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. If you've missed any messages or would like to hear this one again, just visit our website at www.fbcclarklake.org or visit us on iTunes where you can subscribe for free to our weekly podcast. If this or any other message has been an encouragement to you, we would love to hear about it. Just send us a note on our website. If you do not currently have a church you are attending, we would love to have you come visit us here at Fellowship Baptist. We are located at 3200 Reed Road, Clark Lake, Michigan, 49234. You have been listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast, and we look forward to seeing you here again next time. Have a great day, and God bless.